Hi, I'm Victor. And I'm Allegra. And we want to welcome you to Simply Investing. We're two mates in our 20s who have learned a thing or two in our young careers. Definitely from making lots of mistakes. And our mission is to simplify investing and give you the knowledge and confidence to kickstart your investment journey. Before we start, a quick reminder that nothing we say is financial advice. Rather, for educational purposes only. We are not financial advisors and everybody should invest according to their own circumstances. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Simply Investing. My name is Victor. I'm Allegra. And that's my partner, Allegra. And we're here. She's the investing to my simply. Um, And we're here to talk about all things the metaverse. The metaverse. The metaverse. Okay, cool. So basically, um, I guess... We want to start off this segment on a serious note with like, what is the metaverse? And I'm just going to, you know, my input and my thoughts. I think of the metaverse like cyberspace. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's basically just a network of 3D, you know, virtual worlds. Yeah. Um, and I guess the focus of the metaverse is social connection. Yeah. Um, so, you know, basically it uses the internet as the base layer. Yeah. Um, and then basically, you know, you're in a virtual world. Okay. Um. And this is generally facilitated with the use of virtual reality, so VR, yeah. um, or augmented reality, so AR okay. headsets. Cool. Are you saying, like, it's just a bunch of geezers connected to the internet and they all, like, are socialising? Yeah, ultimately. through the internet. Ultimately, that's what the metaverse is. Like, you're in yeah. another world. Pretty cool. much. You're just, like, jumping into a, you know, virtual or cyber world. Okay. And how is this then related to, like, I mean... Obviously, this is like a general, what is the metaverse, right? And you talked about like virtual reality. And I sent you that video the other day of like these guys thinking they were like in Star Wars yeah, and with the lightsabers and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty, and, and that's probably, yeah, like an augmented world. But how does it apply to the blockchain then and cryptocurrencies and all that? Because from an investment perspective, that's probably what our investors are more interested in. Yeah. So I guess, you know, in terms of the metaverse, you know, the two largest blockchain based or backed metaverse assets yeah um out of you know all of you know the available ones are sandbox and decentraland yep um and this you know is probably more talking specifically in the cryptocurrency space yeah, in the cryptocurrency market right yeah um so sandbox is an ethereum based metaverse um and gaming ecosystem oh wow um yeah where basically you can create share and monetize on assets and games that's awesome um, and, you know, like cryptocurrency, Sandbox is decentralized um, and it's community driven. So it's basically a community driven virtual world where creators can design, share and sell, you know, in world assets. Okay. So they're like, you basically have this decentralized blockchain back. It says Ethereum, right? Backed yeah. on the Ethereum blockchain. And these are like people that are creating like cool things that are like, I don't know, like a f- figurine or something or like some figurine. person, I don't know, yeah. like a house. They're creating a house in in this virtual world. Yeah, and, you know, you can obviously buy the these figurines or buy the land. Yeah, probably, like, with, you know, I I think it's quickly probably a good time to mention quickly, like, um, a lot of the metaverse is backed by the blockchain, but also NFT technologies. So, I mean, if you're buying someone's, you know, creation of a house that you think is really cool in in this decentralized universe that's not real, I believe most of the time it's going to be backed by a non-fungible token of some Correct. sort, meaning this, you know, 
Um, you can show it off. It's known as yours. It's your house. And you can hang that digital whatever board eight painting that you paid yeah. 350000 for in your digital It's house. all your own thing. Exactly. Right. Things like that. So I guess that's one good thing about it. It's not just you just, you know, somebody else can just make it and whatnot. But that's, yeah, that's a good point. To, and we did an episode about NFTs Allegra uh, a couple of weeks back. So yeah. if you haven't uh, gotten up to speed on, you know, call this more like the wild, wild west of like the crypto space because yeah. now you're really getting into some of the, a lot of Dark these are rug pulls anyway, but anyway. So, um, yeah, so please go back and listen to that episode first. But, yep. I guess on the top of that, you know, probably before you even go into NFTs, I think it's even worthwhile going back to cryptos first. Yes, Understanding actually, yep. how crypto works and then, you know, piggybacking into Growing, NFTs yeah. and then metaverse because I think it's kind of important that you understand the basis of each. Yep kind of concept or you know build the layers build your knowledge base yeah, yeah. build the house from the ground up correct yeah so anyway so back to sandbox um you know it's one of several blockchain based virtual worlds that's attempting to change the dynamics of the gaming market um and basically it wants to reward its creators for the value that they produce um through user generated content so these are like creators in the game or whatever and that's yeah. making things right so reward. it's kind of like a pay to win system yeah um, and, you know, an example of this would be Axie Infinity, which yeah. I know that you don't mind. I Yeah, I've got, yeah, I, I am not heavily involved in the project, but I have, uh, I have. Axie Infinity I token. have those, yeah, there's <clears throat> these tokens and I've got little, little, um, little, I don't know what they're called, to be honest. And Axie I should, Infinity yeah. Infinity Warriors. There's little fluffy warriors. One of them's like an archer. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, so on. I, I mean, I didn't really get into Axie for that, but we talked about staking, which is another episode which we did. Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, um, moving on. So, Sandbox is one of the biggest, uh, I guess, cryptocurrency space metaverse exposure areas. What's the other one? Yeah. So then, you know, you've also got Decentraland, which is a three D virtual world browser based platform. Okay. Um, so basically users can buy virtual plots of land in the platform okay. um, as NFTs via the Mano, Mana cryptocurrency, so yep. M-A-N-A, yep. Um, which also uses the Ethereum blockchain. That currency there, um, the Mana, Mana, M-A-N-A cryptocurrency, that is traded as well. So you can go on any exchange like a Binance, a KuCoin, a Crypto.com, you know, any exchange you can buy that. So it is exchange traded. So assuming in order to buy a block of land, you then yeah. buy mana. To buy Snoop's house. You buy mana. And you then get that thing first. Then you, yeah, yeah, right. Which is why we're kind of saying go back because, you know, in order to get involved in the metaverse, you need to understand how to purchase cryptocurrencies and all the rest of it. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, basically um, Decentraland was open to the public in February of 2020 um, and it's overseen by the non-for-profit um, Decentraland Foundation. Um, and this is, you know, obviously slightly different to Axie and Sandbox. Um, and, you know, you could probably think of this as a Sims, but the currency token manner um, has real world exchange value and you own assets in this virtual space. Yeah. So it's like, I think that's a pretty good way of summing it up, right? It's like Sims, except for yeah. you can sell the house you make in Sims for like an actual real... It's like a monetized Sims. Yeah. And, you know, you obviously have to buy in in the first instance. Yeah. And then like, let's say I build a really, really cool house in like the central land and I sell it to you, Allegra, for like 3,000 mana tokens. And then I go and change that 3,000 mana tokens into like, I don't know how much this is these days. I have absolutely no idea because I don't do this, but... Maybe like two dollars a token. Like, then I can exchange it for six thousand US dollars. Yeah, there you and go. And you have my house, and I've got six thousand dollar dues. Yeah. Um, but 
Cool. So that's, I guess, a great summary like, of what the metaverse is. Cool. So we now know what the metaverse is. Um, for the curious investor out there that wants to get involved, I'm not sure why you would, but um, if you want to get involved in the metaverse, I mean, it's good, uh, you know, diversification, like we rag on this stuff, but, it, you know, there's a place for it, I guess. A lot of people have put money in it already. So um, to gain exposure to this asset class, you can hold the native token of these developments. So we talked about uh, Axie Infinity. You can buy the Axie Infinity token. The ticker is AXS. You can buy the Sandbox, which is um, S-A-N-D, Sand. You can buy Decentraland, um, the Mana token, M-A-N-A. Um, there's a couple of more uh, ones we haven't talked about yet, but um, these are all kind of similar um, in terms of, you know, it's some sort of pay-to-win, play-to-win uh, kind of gala games is one, G-A-L-A, the gala token, and then you have Engine Coin, E-N-J, and it's always some sort of game where you can build a mecha robot and you battle each other and you level it up and you can sell it and all that kind of stuff, I think. So that's... <laughs> I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, that's how it works, right? Um, you know, alternatively, if you don't want to go through your standard Binance or some sort of exchange and get involved by buying these tokens so that you have some sort of exposure to the metaverse, you can also get involved by actually playing these games. Um, in these games, like you farm resources, you get amongst something like an Axie and you battle other Axies and then you like, you know, level up and you generate resources in the game. Um, also, like at these central lands, you can explore the virtual world. Um, and you can maybe, as a creator, um, make something really, really cool that you then can on-sell to somebody else who, um, you know, then can pay you in, in those tokens. Um, it's not much different, honestly, to playing games or watching Netflix, except um, these like virtual economies have these native currencies which can have real world value exchanges, right? So it's like monetizing Sims. So I guess a random question, and that would kind of be, you know, can you just play Axie Infinity, for example, if you wanted to, and then... Yeah, so... Or do you um, have to buy into it? I think with Axie, you have to buy in. I'm pretty sure yeah, you have okay. to buy in. Um, you have to start with three pets or three three Axies to begin with. Okay. Otherwise, you can't really do anything. And to buy an Axie, there's a marketplace for it, and you have to use the tokens to do that. Um, I'm not quite sure about the other ones. I think most of them do require some sort of buy-in to yeah, get okay. the economy working. But, um, you know... Yeah, so that's kind of how you would get involved in the metaverse. I think, to be honest, if you really wanted to get amongst the metaverse, um, probably the easiest way is to just to find the project that you think is really cool, that you like, that does well, that has good tokenomics. They're not just printing a lot of like these tokens out um, or there's good economy in the system and just go on a Binance and just buy these tokens and hold them or stake them or whatever, um, which is what I do, um, as opposed to actually getting amongst it and playing these games unless you have a lot of time on your hands yeah. or you want to, you know, battle somebody else. I mean, Fluffy I mean, I play, to be fair to us, like you watch Netflix, I watch Netflix. Yeah, I, I, I mean, play games as well on top of that. Like I'm not really gaining any money from playing games. No, but so this is a way to kind of gain money. If I could money. sell my account on some of these games, mate, I'm telling you, dude. You'd be no. playing 24 <laughs> hours a day. I'd be, yeah. No sleep. <laughs> I'd be, you know, I'd be doing quite well for myself. I've got a pretty strong, pretty high level, you know, characters on these, uh. on these ones. But unfortunately, those games, like, no one really, there's no market for it. But I guess 
this is the metaverse and that's what the future of i guess maybe gaming or the future of entertainment is yeah so cool um is it an investable asset class um how does it work and um just talk to us a little bit more on um you know the metaverse as an asset class in general legs Yeah, so, you know, like we mentioned before, you can basically onboard into the metaverse by switching your native currency into one of the tokens of these ecosystems that we've previously explained. Yeah. Um, and I guess alternatively, you can also get amongst these projects, you know, participate in the games or the metaverse, and then you can earn these token rewards for playing. Yeah. Um, an example of this, like we said, is Axie Infinity. So, you know, basically like a Pokemon, you would buy these axes, which are unique. So yep. each axie is basically like an NFT. That's right. Um, and each have their own strengths and weaknesses. And then you would go and just battle other people in the axes, I guess. <laughs> I guess, yeah. It's, and it's, it's what it is. And conquer lands and earn axie tokens <laughs> for completing certain activities in the game. Um, and, you know, this is what we mean when we say, you know, play to earn gaming. Yeah. Um, and, you know, this is different from other games where their token or currency has no real value and they're not blockchain backed. Yeah. Sorry, I need to control myself. It's so, f- like, it's funny. Like, in a way, this is, like, we laugh at this. It, oh, I laugh at this, but, like, it's an actual thing. I know. There are people that are playing this game, you know, and they're- Living their best lives. They're doing well. Like, yeah. in the, during the bull market last year, um, I'm sure, you know- when the project came out, um, you know, an axiom was maybe a, a couple of tens of dollars or hundreds of dollars. It went up to a couple of thousand, so tens can you, of thousand. So obviously, you game and these you build guys up are, your axie, right? Yeah. And then, like, say you have, like, stuff. a level 100 axie, you can sell that for heaps on them. Yeah, because somebody else probably wants that and wants to game with it and buy it. And, and you, if you have a stronger leveled one, it's probably, like, stronger than the other ones. No, I'm being serious. And then, you know, like, you know, the, the king of the game... In a way, like imagine that. I mean, you know, it's hey, look, maybe it's not for us, but I think there's a market. There's a market for it, and you know, I've I've heard stories. There's a market for everything. I've heard stories in some Southeast Asian countries because we want to put it out there that Axie Infinity was created by a team of Vietnamese um, guys, and they've got the company called Sky Mavis. But I read during COVID because the economy was doing poorly. And people didn't really have jobs or, you know, they lost their jobs and stuff. People they were, were like farm- training axes. Yeah. People were farming the game and they were making a higher or better living, a higher wage or a better living through playing this game than, I don't know, driving a taxi or doing other stuff in their local economies. How crazy is that? So basically people who lost their jobs basically like, you know what? I'm just going to jump on just Axie game. and just game. It's not different to that 13. And then do you make your money when you go to sell your Axie? Yeah. That's how you make your money. Yeah. So you level or your you... Axie Infinity up or your Axie, whatever the, these critters are called. Yeah. And basically then you get it to like, yeah. you trade it up and you get it to say level 20 and then you sell it. Yeah. To somebody else who wants a level 20 Axie. And like, I'm sure there's other things you can do in the game. I've actually not played it, even though I own the token. But I'm kind of interested now. Like, yeah. I want to buy a little axie. You can farm it and stuff and you can like... What do you mean farm it? I think there's like resources in the game, whether you... It's funny, like honestly, like maybe you can like farm some diamonds or something and then that, yeah. as if, once you get like 10,000 diamonds, you can buy a sword, which you can equip to your axie and each, oh there's different... Oh my difference... God. No, I'm being... Seriously, this... I'm just making it up, but I feel like I've not actually played it. But I think that's the crux of how these like metaverse gaming tokens work and this is one part of the blockchain 
Yeah, yeah. like we started off with blockchain and now we're here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's very, um, yeah, it's interesting. And it is investable. Like I hold a couple of these tokens and you can stake it for high rewards. And I guess it's like a fun that. way to invest. Yeah, it is. Especially if you're into gaming or something. Like, yes. I know heaps of people play, like, Call of Duty and all the rest of it. But, I mean, if you want to make money off gaming... It's the same as Call of Duty, right? And then to get different guns, you've got to earn different things. And oh, to dude, earn... I've never played No, I've never played either. But I'm saying it would be. To get yeah. a better gun that's more accurate or has a longer range or sharper bullets, then you have to, like, level your guy up. And to level your guy up, you've got to fight or you've got to play and a certain I, amount yeah. of matches. And then there's also a marketplace where you can sell your... Guns in this token called... And I'm assuming you buy into, like, for example, a Call of Duty. You probably spend money in order to buy equipment and then sell it and so on, so on. So, yeah, I get the idea behind it. Yeah, it's also NFT-backed, right? So, each axis is unique, right, as we mentioned earlier. It's its own thing, and you can't really copy it or have a replica of it. Um, so that's How much does also it cost another. to buy a baby axis? I think to, it starts off now at around $2,000. US What? Yeah, for three. At, or maybe not now, but at the height of the Axie Infinity, because the the token is market traded, right? The token I know, I is just thought it was going to gonna be like $10 or something. And then how much do you reckon you could sell like a train? It depends. I don't know. I, I want to Google that. How? What's the yeah. highest sold Axie. Axie price? It'd probably be like a couple of million. I'm not surprised, dude. NFTs yeah. were going for a lot for a True. while, like this picture of an ape. So anyway, like we've that. digressed. Yeah, um, we've digressed, but ultimately, um, they are an investable asset class. It wouldn't be bad to have some exposure to it, like a fraction of a percent, like a tiny yeah. bit, just in case it takes off, and then you know, actually becomes a new Call of Duty. Right. It's probably not, but, but who, cool. You, you yeah, never you know. never know. Stranger things have happened. So I guess, you know, to finish off this episode, we just wanted to touch on a few of the pros and cons um, of investing in the metaverse. Yeah. I've just been sidetracked for 15 minutes with Victor watching how you breed Axie Infinity. Um, Yeah, you're setting up at least 15 scholarships tonight. Yeah, I'm on board. Um, But anyway, so, you know, pretty much like investing in NFTs, um, you know, what you buy in the metaverse is uniquely yours. Yes. Um, So... Down the track, um, it could have great perceived value. Yeah. What if you breed... Sorry, back on Axie. What if you were the one that bred that little angel thing? Yeah. So, you know, you could... 1.1 million. 1. 1 million. Yeah. That's what I mean. But I guess, you know, that's a gamble. But, <laughs> um, you know, if we look away from Axie in a kind of a broader or more high level, um, yeah. you know, outlook on this. Um, for an example of that is Snoop. You know, he's currently developing the Snoopverse um, in the Sandbox Metaverse. And I think, you know, someone paid US 450K for a plot of land next to his, you know, virtual house. house. Thing, yeah. Um, and yeah, so I guess, you know, that plot of land will always be his and nobody can take it away from him. Um, unlike, you know, the government who could essentially seize your own house. Um, but I guess as well, um, you know. It's relatively valued, right? So. If someone values that piece of land more and like I want to buy that piece of land now for a million dollars, then I'll pay a premium for it and you can make some money if yeah. you were that person. I guess, you know, it's essentially like investing in something in the real world, like a house or something. Yeah. But it's just virtual. So yeah. obviously, you know, the, the fundamentals behind it are very different, but it's more of a gamble. But if it pays off well, 
it yeah. pays off. In the real world, are you neighbours with the D-O-double-G? I don't know, I wonder, hey. Well, you're not. We're not. We're not neighbours with Snoop Dogg. No, you just but virtually. But this guy is. Yeah. In the Snoop verse. In the metaverse, yeah. In the sandbox. Um, yeah, so I guess, you know, another pro of investing in the metaverse. Um, similar to the crypto space, it's all about diversification. Um, you know, so different cryptos do different things. Um, and the same way that metaverse or gaming assets are different in application um, on the blockchain. Um, and then I guess, you know, if we move into the cons, I guess you don't really know how legit any of these games or... Yeah. I mean, how many people... I mean, Axie is a good example, right? A lot of people play it. I think it's less popular now than it was during COVID because more people were bored or had time and yeah. were playing the game during COVID. Um, but, you know, it also moves in line with Bitcoin, right? And if the whole crypto market moves down and the crypto market at the moment we're finding moves in line with the NASDAQ and the S&P. So a lot of your tech stocks have been killed and so have your crypto in the last couple of months. So yeah, I guess, you know, the crypto uh, verse or the metaverse part of the crypto space is highly sensitive to like the broader macroeconomic environment. Basically like a long-winded way of saying if Bitcoin goes down, your metaverse is going to go down a lot more. Yeah. A lot more. And Bitcoin has gone down like 50% in the last couple of months so your metaverse, some metaverse tokens are down like 90% Wow! since their all-time high. And I guess you've got to think about it as well. Not you know, just metaverse. But yeah, when people kind of, cryptos. I guess, you know, when everything's going down, the first thing that people probably generally first cash out on yeah. is, you know, your metaverse. It's probably yeah. the one asset that people are like, okay, everything's going down. I'll jump out of this first. Yeah. Um, 100%. It's probably risky. Yeah. Riskier side of most people's portfolios. And... And, you know, on the topic of risk, yeah, investing in the metaverse is kind of risky, to be honest. Um, you know, with the example of Axie, you know, watching this guy sink $10,000 in and he yeah. hasn't turned the profit yet. Um, sure, it takes time, but um, it is, you know, also quite hard to wrap your head around what to breed and how to breed and how to set up scholarships and all that kind of stuff. And I guess, you know, you invest initially and so much can happen between A and Z, so... A hundred percent. Yeah, you may invest $10,000 with the hopes of breeding and then using scholarships in this Axie Infinity game. But, you know, so much can happen in between then that, you know, the Axie token goes down or um, people stop playing or yeah. so many different things could happen. So yeah. I guess with anything, there's a risk, but I would say that investing it's in the metaverse the is the yeah. It's on the riskier side as opposed to buying the S&P or the index yeah. fund, right? Um, like I mentioned, it can be hard to wrap your head around it. Um, like, what are you actually buying, Legra? Like, think about that. Do you fundamentally believe in what you're buying? Have we reached a stage in our civilization where you're paying $500,000 for a piece of virtual land like yeah. that guy did? Yeah. When people can't afford houses. So, you know, there's no really inherent intrinsic value in a digital asset. What you're paying for is purely determined by the market dynamics of supply and demand. And your plot of land in Decentraland is exactly what the next person is willing to pay for it. So right now, um, just because you're next to Snoop and, you know, it's highly coveted and you paid 450000 US dollars for it, um, let's say Snoop moves out of the neighborhood. Yeah, what Snoop sells. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. If he does, then your valuation is probably going to go down as well. Yeah. Um, and you're probably going to end up with a loss. But, you know, that's definitely something to think about when investing in the metaverse. Also with control, so just take Axie for an example. Um, we mentioned it's developed by this company called Sky Mavis, um, and it's a Vietnamese uh, IT. Yeah, yeah. 
Vietnamese IT guys or, or ladies. And I mean, what if they go out of business and nobody manages the game? Yeah, well, it's gone, isn't it? Like, who's going to keep the game running? You know, do you just lose all your assets in the game? You know, you're kind of held hostage in a way, right? Um, also, what if they're dodgy developers who then dilute your investment by like releasing new Axie tokens? Or they print some Axie tokens for themselves? Yeah. It's a high risk play, right? It's like you're giving a gaming company or software company. High risk, like, high reward. It is, man. So it's, yeah, quite interesting in that respect. But, you know, those are just some of the pros and cons we thought about when investing in the metaverse. I guess it's been more of a discussion, right? And I am a part of it. I have put some money in. Just for disclaimer, I, you know, not a large percentage of my portfolio, quite small, to be honest, fractions of a percent, but I'm in the game and it's interesting, right? Yeah. And like I mentioned, I'm in the game and, you know, it's quite interesting for me, but by no means have I put my life savings into the metaverse, um, like some people might have um, in the past couple of years, but um, just our two cents on yeah. uh, investing in the metaverse. And I guess it's probably just, you know... Good to say that anyone thinking about investing in the metaverse, my advice, not financial advice, but my advice would be tread cautiously, I think, and yeah. don't invest money that you can't lose or aren't willing to lose. I think kind of go in with the mindset that you're investing in a new kind of asset class and it could go either way. Yeah. And definitely each and every investor should do their own research, not just with the metaverse, but in general. Um, do your own research and look at your own financials and make your own plays accordingly. Yeah, so I guess, you know, that pretty much wraps up our discussion surrounding, you know, what the metaverse is at a very high level. Yep. Um, if you have any questions or you want to hear more about the metaverse, um, you know, feel free to send us a DM on Instagram. You can find us at Simply Investing Podcast. Yeah. Um, and I guess for those of you who have just kind of tuned in, we know that this could probably be quite an overwhelming episode. So yeah, we would highly recommend you going back and listening to our episode on cryptocurrency um, and then also NFTs before you kind of jump into the metaverse. Yeah, absolutely. So please um, get up to scratch, look at our old uh, episodes that we've done on the podcast and um, yeah, any questions as well, uh, feel free to reach out.